Hello, everybody. I'm Pam Pastor, host of the Grace and Peace of God Love Wins. I'm happy that you found me, but more importantly, I am thrilled that you have found information, knowledge, revelation, all things pertaining to Jesus in this podcast. So friends, there is power in the name of Jesus, and we'll be journeying together, unleashing discoveries of how to turn hearts of stone into ones of moldable clay for the potter Jesus to transform. Hopefully you'll join me and others each week as we adventure and explore life together. And periodically, friends, we'll be delving into my mailbag, answering questions from listeners just like you. So if you have a question, make sure and email it to me at pampastorcopywriting at gmail.com. And if it will help many people, I will certainly be speaking your question and giving the answer in another episode. So now as we prepare to enter into God's presence today, allow me to speak a blessing over your life. Now this blessing does come in the form of a benediction, which is normally given at the end of a traditional worship message, but I like to put the blessing right up front. It comes from Moses's brother, priest Aaron, and it's out of the book of Numbers chapter 6 verses 24 through 26. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show his favor and give you his peace. Amen. Well, again, welcome back if you're a longtime listener or if you're new, welcome. Today, we're going to be focusing on some declarations and decrees along with other insights will sprinkle in exactly what the Word of God says. So we're going to get started today just with a great way to show praise to God. We start off with this scripture coming out of Psalm chapter 100 verses 4 and 5. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. And when we say this verse out loud, we're preparing our hearts to enter in to the presence of God, enter into the Father's house. Continue on now with this verse of praise. We go to Psalm chapter 113, where it says, Praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever and ever, everywhere from east to west. Praise the name of the Lord. And you know, friends, in God's eyes, a person's value has no relationship to his or her wealth or position upon the social ladder. Many people who have excelled in God's work began in poverty or humble beginnings. But God supersedes the social orders of this world, often choosing his future leaders and ambassadors from among social outcasts. So, you know, I would ask this question, how do you treat the unwanted people in society? Do you treat them like they have value or do you see them as not having value because they're less than? See, in God's eyes, we just can't afford to discriminate against anyone with our actions. 
All people are valuable and useful in God's eyes. And everyone is called to praise God and to pray. Psalm chapter 117 puts it like this. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Praise him, all you people of the earth. For he loves us with unfailing love. The faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. And King Solomon is said to be the wisest person next to Jesus to have ever walked upon our earth. And let's hear how he prayed to the Lord. We find his prayer in 2 Chronicles chapter 6, verses 12 to 42. Then Solomon stood with his hands spread out before the altar of the Lord in front of the entire community of Israel. He had made a bronze platform seven and a half feet long, seven and a half feet wide, and four and a half feet high, and had placed it at the center of the temple's outer courtyard. He stood on the platform before the entire assembly, and then he knelt down and lifted his hands toward heaven. He prayed, O Lord God of Israel, there is no God like you in all heaven and earth. You keep your promises and show unfailing love to all who obey you and are eager to do your will. You have kept your promise to your servant David, my father. You made that promise with your own mouth, and today you have fulfilled it with your own hands. And now, O Lord, God of Israel, carry out your further promise to your servant David, my father. For you said to him, if your descendants guard their behavior and obey my law as you have done, they will always reign over Israel." Now, O Lord God of Israel, fulfill this promise to your servant, David. But what will God really live on earth among people? Why even the highest heavens cannot contain you? How much less this temple I have built? Listen to my prayer and my request, O Lord my God. Hear the cry and the prayer that your servant is making to you. May you watch over this temple both day and night. This place where you have said you would put your name. May you always hear the prayers I make toward this place. May you hear the humble and earnest requests from me and your people Israel when we pray toward this place. Yes, hear us from heaven where you live and when you hear, forgive. If someone wrongs another person and is required to take an oath of innocence, in front of the altar at this temple, then hear from heaven and judge between your servants, the accuser and the accused. Punish the guilty party and acquit the one who is innocent. If your people, Israel, are defeated by their enemies because they have sinned against you, and if they turn to you and call on your name and pray to you here in this temple, then hear from heaven and forgive their sins and return them to this land you gave their ancestors. Amen. And now we have another hero who's listed in the Hall of Faith in Hebrews, and I'm talking about Samson. So let's listen to how Samson prayed. It comes out of his prayers out of Judges chapter 16, verses 28 through 30. Then Samson prayed to the Lord, Sovereign Lord, remember me again. 
Oh God, please strengthen me one more time so that I may pay back the Philistines for the loss of my eyes. Then Samson put his hands on the center pillars of the temple, pushed against them with all his might. Let me die with the Philistines, he prayed, and the temple crashed down on the Philistine leaders and all the people. So he killed more people when he died than he had during his entire lifetime. And now let's hear the declaration coming out of 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 15, and chapter 5, verse 13. I will listen to every prayer made in this place. They raise their voices and praise the Lord with these words. He is good. His faithful love endures forever. Lord, in your word, David tells us to pray for Jerusalem. Your people are offering up to you prayers. So in return, your will is going to be sent down among the people, helping them in the midst of their pain and suffering. You're a gracious God and a God of war. You do not look favorably upon anyone who comes against your people. We place their survival into your hands as you are the one who brings us victory. Father, we ask you to step into this situation and lead your people safely out. We declare by your word that you are a merciful God who we can confidently place our trust in for protection and peace. Your word says in Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3, ask you and you will tell some remarkable secrets about what is going to happen. Father, you listen when we call out to you. You defend your children from lies spoken over them or about them. You deliver us from trouble. You give us justice from those who slander us and our families. You are the perfect judge. Your word says that it's your creation that you hold most valuable. Father, we thank you for making us the MVPs in your eyes, the most valuable people. Father, we are grateful that your rule provides stability for us in the midst of panic. Lord, we declare your true and pure words over our lives, not others' proud and lying words. Father, we declare and come into agreement with David that the true goal of life is to know you and the true reward of life is to see you one day. We decree gratitude and deliverance over all areas of our lives now, over sickness, poverty, relationships. We declare an anointing of ease instead. Lord, as we keep you on the throne, we know by your word that you are able to do more than exceedingly abundantly in all areas of our lives. And Lord, that's keeping you on the throne of our hearts and and your throne in heaven. Father, we thank you now for bringing us the victory. Despite what is cast as apparent rejection, we know you guide your people out of despair. Lord, you are a caring shepherd, for your word says so. Lord, we worship you and welcome your glorious reign. We offer up prayers for defense, guidance, and pardon for all who need them. Because we are loyal to you, God, and genuinely committed to you, we can stand up to opposition and examination of our lives. 
There are times that we're just plain attacked for our religion simply because people who carry jealous spirits can find nothing else to attack about us. This was the case in Daniel's life. If we too face these criticizing attacks for our faith, we need to be glad that they're criticizing that part of our life. Perhaps they had to focus on our religion as a last resort. Our response is to continue to believe and live as we should, remembering that God is in control fighting our battles. And the word of God says, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. No weapon formed against us shall prosper, and any tongue that lies in the court of law shall be brought to justice. In Daniel chapter 6, verse 7, we learn that a strict 30-day law had been enacted stating that anyone caught praying to the divine or another human except your majesty would be thrown into the lion's den. We learn throughout scripture that prayer accesses and unlocks our miracles. For the Christian, prayer is a fundamental. It's a foundational requirement for a life well-lived. God wants to hear from his people. He loves when we praise him and acknowledge him in all of our ways. So today, Father, hear our prayer. Thank you for another day to worship and glorify you. Help us to keep our focus only upon you and not become distracted with all that's going on around us. Make us instruments of your peace, allowing us to sow love, joy, and happiness with every step that we take. Father, your son endured so much for our sin. The weight of his cross being carried one step at a time must have been nearly insurmountable. Yet he got the job done, all to bring glory to you and cast out the sin of humanity, giving us the gift of eternal life. Father, help us to keep our hearts pure and not so hatred for hatred. Rather, let us return good for evil, according to Genesis chapter 50, verse 20. The people who have done wrong by us, and there are many, don't allow your thoughts, opinions, and attitudes to nail them up on crosses. And that would be for all of us. When we have attitudes or opinions and you know they say the spoken word actually murders someone it has that kind of power we're enacting a word curse against someone else when we speak negative words over their life it's the same thing as this attitude of nailing them up on the crosses father rather help us to take them down off the cross covering them in prayer as satan looks on and watches what love in action looks like let your creation come together and unify us for one purpose strengthen our nation father making us your testimony envelop our leaders with wisdom safety and joy protect their families place a hedge of protection around them now in jesus name i pray all of this on behalf of all those listening now and listening later to the sound of my voice 
And friends, if you have not been spiritually reborn, Jesus made it clear to enter into the kingdom of heaven, a person must confess belief in God's son, Jesus. Listen to what the apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sins so that we could be made right with God through Christ. When we place our trust in Jesus, a divine exchange takes place. Jesus takes our sin, making us right with God. Our sin then is placed onto Jesus at his crucifixion. His righteousness is given to us at our conversion. Now, righteousness righteousness just means that we are approved by God and we can never repay this extraordinary gift of kindness back to Jesus. However, we can show him gratitude by growing in our relationship with him. We can make efforts to obey him, deepening our relationship daily. So today, friends, if this is you, take a bold step of courage now. Openly confess your faith in Jesus after me. Father God, I'm repenting of sin, meaning I'm changing my ways of thinking. Jesus, come into my heart. I confess your shed blood washed away my sins at the cross upon Calvary. Amen. Friends, if you prayed that prayer of salvation, I believe you were saved and born again spiritually. Jesus just took your past, present, and future sin upon his shoulders at the cross of Calvary. Your next step now is to read God's word daily so he can guide, direct, and reveal himself to you through the person of the Holy Spirit. And consider growing by joining a good Bible-based church to surround yourself with other like-minded believers who are going to help to edify and build up your faith. Now, let me be the first person to congratulate you on making the most important decision of your lifetime. Congratulations, and God bless you. You will never be sorry for the decision you just made. Friends, the Grace and Peace of God Love Wins podcast will be available most days during the week. A special children's podcast airs on Wednesdays. So tune in along with your children for your favorite Bible stories that you grew up with. We'll be discussing and sharing Jesus's unlimited power in our present day lives. We delve into many topics such as forgiveness, spiritual warfare, how to be joyful, what love in action looks like, biblical trust, and on and on and on. So many more topics. I invite you and your friends to come alongside me as we embark together on an adventure of exploration of life together of all things Jesus. So please join me. And if you like this episode, make sure to like and subscribe so that you're going to be ensured to get the latest releases as they become available. And you know, friends, occasionally I do reference my book, The Grace and Peace of God Love Wins. If you find the content within these episodes inspiring or compelling and you want to do more of a rigorous deep dive into the actual scripture verses that you're hearing you can pick up a copy from my website it's got lots of scripture in it and that website is pampastorcopywriting.com or you can simply go to amazon barnes and noble or dorrance.com 
But importantly, if you're unable to afford a copy, write to me. I'll find a way to get a free copy into your hands. I'm not looking to sell books. I really know that you will not be disappointed because the book contains so much of God's word and it's really inspiring. So until next time, remember, you've been marked and sealed with the cross of Jesus Christ forever. And the Apostle John gives us this blessing in Revelation chapter 22, verse 21. He says, the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you all. Until next time, friends, God bless you.